Hello, Pittsburgh. Welcome back to Hallmark Hall of Shame. I'm here with my friend Elena. And I'm here with my acquaintance, Janet. <laughs> oh! Bird! <laughs> yeah, bird. Okay. That was a harsh so, moment for me. Ooh, sorry. Gotta, <laughs> gotta bounce back from all the feels we just went through. We just went on a real journey. Sure did. We watched a movie called... Christmas Festival of Ice. Mm-hmm. Take it away. The summary of Christmas Festival of Ice. Those years of law school pay off for Emma, but not in ways one would expect. When she finds out that her beloved ice sculpting contest, part of her hometown's Christmas festival, has been canceled, she springs into action. Mm. Determined to keep <laughs> it going, she enlists sponsors and artists. Nick, the town's ace artisan, isn't interested (laughs) in competing this year, but Emma wants him as her teammate. Considering that she's managed to, uh, considering what she's managed to accomplish, Nick is impressed and signs on. (laughs) As Emma, (laughs) okay, (laughs) let me get through the summary. No, 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 I know. As Emma and Nick work together, she realizes there's more to life than legal briefs. Because there's his brief. <laughs> Just, I'm sorry, I did it this time. Let me try again. More to life than legal briefs. And transformed by Emma's can-do spirit, Nick is invigorated too. They just might have a shot at winning this very special Christmas contest. And a lot more. A lot more? A lot more. At winning And then it's, it's signed... Hallmark. As though, Hallmark. as though it's like, love Hallmark. XOXO. Hallmark, girl. Um, what a film. What a night. I mean, hot dang. Hot dang, Christmas Festival of Ice. Where, where does one begin? There was, and we definitely had a lot of characters at the beginning deciding that the place to begin is to let us know that Emma has taken the bar. Emma has taken the bar. But She's waiting for those results. Waiting for the results. And also, she's <laughs> passionate about ice sculpting. There, Emma basically goes through three different uh, conversations in like the first five minutes of the movie, and they all just hit home those three things. <laughs> Took the bar, waiting for the results. Love loves ice, ice sculpting. sculpting. When she gets coffee with her best friend... Um, her best friend actually says the words, I see law school hasn't dampened your passion for ice sculpting. (laughs) Also key in that conversation, we hear already within like the second time within 10 minutes that this is the best coffee in town. Oh, that GD coffee. O-M-W. Boy, did that (laughs) never pay off. No. The, so they're in a town called Westford, which looks like it's in New England. Mm-hmm. It's very cold. There's and there are no gloves. No gloves, no hats, just loosely tied scarves, obviously. Right. Um, they're constantly all getting their coffee from a coffee truck. It's the best coffee in town, <laughs> Janet. Which... And it's like an extra walk. They all talk about how it's worth the extra walk, apparently for everybody. Like, no matter where you are, it's an extra walk. Well, I assume that when you go up to buy the coffee, the truck tries to pull away. <laughs> does the... Like a mean sibling it when you're trying you. to like get into the car. <laughs> 
<laughs> like in that movie right. Sisters, which exactly. Lena and Janet saw and nobody else did. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she's got her coffee and then she goes to work at the mother-daughter law firm. <laughs> I enjoyed this. Yeah. I didn't pick up on the fact it was her mother for a while, and I thought it was a very inappropriate boss. (laughs) So that's my bad. (laughs) I may have gotten a text message and missed that moment. Right. My apologies. So Emma, who's taken the bar and is waiting for her results, in the meantime is working at her mom's law firm, Mm -hmm. like just, I guess, as a paralegal sort of assistant. Right. um, In the hopes that they will become partners. And... Yeah, her mom, she does not, she's not a model employee. No. (laughs) She's, in fact, a terrible employee. Yeah, mom lets a lot of things slide. (laughs) And kind of brings things up, like brings them to her attention, but in a way where Emma only takes them as a compliment. Yes. (laughs) What? Yeah. interesting. They were in a meeting um, about setting up an endowment. Oh, who cares? Um, they were in a meeting, and Emma like looked at her watch not very subtly, and the mom saw it. And so then later, she was kind of like, Emma, I've always thought that it's really great to give our clients 100% of our attention. And Emma's just kind of like, I agree. And then her mom says, You'll You're make going to make great a great lawyer. lawyer. Like, no, she's not. She just did the opposite. She either willfully ignored or just didn't catch the subtle criticism in your comment. Which could be what will make her a good lawyer. Yeah, potentially. (laughs) But it's not what Hallmark was meaning. When the judge is like, overruled. She's like, thank you. That's exactly what I wanted. (laughs) Yeah. But... What what we really need to talk about is the the ice sculpture competition. Yeah, we should get there. Emergency. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> so here's the deal. The town has this Christmas festival, like all Hallmark towns do. Yeah, Christmas festival of ice. That. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the gold, good old CFOI of Westport. Right. Christmas Westford. festival of ice, which has no money for the ice. So they're cutting that part. Yeah. They have and, s- several different programs. Mm-hmm. Like they have like a Santa thing and an ice skating thing. But they're cutting the ice sculpture competition. Which has been a staple since it's like the 1800s. <laughs> I don't know about the 1800s, but I can tell you with full confidence that Emma has been sculpting with her father since she was a little girl. Yes, but we did see photos from the town, like, historian. Right. That were dating back to (laughs) sepia tones. (laughs) The town historian who shows her these photos, she has to put on white gloves, but then is free (laughs) to handle them just, like, sitting on a couch and laying them out on a coffee table. Maybe, maybe her hands were just cold, and it was a complimentary thing. It's just a service they, they provide. Right. But she doesn't wear any gloves outside. So these are the only gloves, even while sculpting. That's these true. These are the only gloves that are worn in the she whole is, film. <laughs> she is wearing some gloves at the very end. Oh. In the very Because I noticed them because they were mega puffy. And I was like, that looks weird. I lost it. I lost it in the champagne. Yeah. Speaking of which, here Speaking we go. of which, take a drink. <laughs> you earned it. 
So Emma is, is talking to the city mm-hmm. councilman who's like, yeah, we had to cancel the ice sculpture competition. We don't have enough money. Um, if we did the sculpture, like I would have to cancel Santa's hut or whatever. And she's like, well, what if I can raise the money? And then we're like, what if I can raise half the money? What if, like, how much money do I need to raise? Which was exciting to me. It's like the first time we've actually seen a negotiation in a Hallmark movie. That part of Good it point. was impressive. Sure. However. However. They never went over what actually costs $20,000. $20,000 is the goal she is given. And and it can't be a dollar less or else it's not worth it. The city agrees to cough up five K if she can raise the other fifteen. So obviously she's amazing at negotiation. <laughs> Just the fact she tried though was definitely a step up in the business department of Hallmark movies. However, yeah, yeah the auditing of the numbers because the ice sculpture competition is her main passion in life. Right. I think it's very possible that this city councilman Harvey, who's Canadian, only spent 5K tops on this festival (laughs) for the ice sculpting and then pocketed the 15 that she raised. And because it's not part of his budget, it's not accountable. And the true story is the money laundering and the padding of the pockets (laughs) that happened with Harvey. Okay. (laughs) Jimmy Olsen. Um, is that a Laura Ingalls Wilder picture? <laughs> no. I think He's it is. He's the reporter. Oh. For Superman. In, in Gotham. The photographer. Not, not Gotham. But... Metropolis. Okay. Yeah, Metropolis. Right. Um, so who Lane might have been a better <laughs> reference. But way to go with the photographer. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. I'm with you. It's someone who's just like really eager for the story. <laughs> okay. Fine. Okay. Fine, Janet. All right. You We've can be, both been burned you can in be this. Lost, you can be We're even. Amazing <laughs> investigative journalism skills. Thank you. Um, and here's my first mm, when it comes to that plot summary. She springs into action. Let's talk about her fundraising efforts. Yeah. There are none. There are none. She goes to two local businesses. But man, she gets a lot of credit. And asks them for money. They both give her, like, stuff. A nutcracker, a box of candy. Yeah. Like Like some merchandise. Then she sets up. Hardly any merchandise. A jump funder page. Guys, this is my favorite <laughs> made-up business ever. Jump, jump funder. funder. And every time they said it in the film, I had to repeat it under my breath because yeah. it's so fun. It's like a 30 Rock joke. Yeah. Like a jump funder <laughs> page. And this this <laughs> so, so-called paralegal has to, like, ask her best friend to help her set up the jump funder page. Mm-hmm. Which I just found, I was just like, come on, you just graduated from law school. Like, you can figure out a website. I, but. Yes. Can I just jump into this? Yeah. Jump fund jump, in. Jump, fun, jump, jump fund in. in. She asks the best friend, a, a waitress in the town, uh, how to do this. She tells her that it's pretty easy. She can walk her through it. And then she's like, but how are you going to get the money? And Emma says, I've got a plan. And the waitress says, you always do. 
And I just feel like a second ago, she didn't. She did Like, she proved that she was terrible at having a plan. (laughs) She just thought of Jump Funder. Right. While in the diner. She, like, then she was just, like, waiting for those donations to roll in. At one point, there was $120. Right. She went back to Harvey, the city councilman, and, like, begged him to link to the jump funder on the town's website. And she says, and I quote, people all over the country look at Westford's Christmas website. Yes, that is denial. She just keeps being like, oh, I'm not sure if we're going to raise the money. Oh, we got to raise the money. And she's really just doing nothing. Well, she is worrying about it. She's worrying about it and she's talking about it, but she is not enlisting any partners. Yeah. Going to any influencers in the community. No. She's it is just a not, lot of credit bad for job. nothing. But it's possible that it's because she's so distracted by her new crush. Oh, Janet, tell me more. Oh, well, <laughs> she was buying a Christmas tree and she got the ornament. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> that was a weird I don't know. <laughs> did they meet at the Christmas tree place? They did. Okay. She was like just there to smell trees. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that part. Yeah. She had her face in a fur. <laughs> She yeah, she was at a Christmas tree lot just like smelling a tree. Right. And, and then and then doing the like oh, I love Christmas or yes. whatever. And then uh, the proprietor walks over and is like, I don't even remember I don't even remember what them meeting. Yeah. Tell me about it. Um yeah. It was like the whole I love the smell of the trees. They talked about how she had memories of his family Christmas tree oh, farm. Oh yes, 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 yes. And yes. how They'd give her a candy cane when she went, and he was like, that was my idea mm-hmm. as a child. Yeah, and then and then she was like, mm-hmm. well, I guess you're a great businessman. And then they both laugh like it was a really funny joke. As it, like, it was like the director had been like, so that was a joke, and you guys loved it. Cue laughter. Cold <laughs> so for like, laughter. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, this is a character that we only see in a winter coat for 99. Two percent of the movie. Yeah, there's exactly one scene where he's not wearing a coat. And in that scene, we both noticed it at the same time, and like, because <gasps> it was shirt. almost like I was like, "Who's that guy?" And I was like, "Oh, that's the male lead." <laughs> I don't recognize him. I'm so that used to him in that quilted barn coat. Yeah, which it was a good coat. I really liked uh, his aesthetic, his color scheme. Uh, that worked. Elena, strong disagree. What? If I could make one improvement to this movie it would be that man's scarf what a terrible scarf wait janet wait (laughs) if you could make one improvement to this movie it would be a freaking scarf yeah i scarves are really important to me (laughs) you will sacrifice plot for better knitwear oh yeah okay i mean the and this is, like, my coworker one time was like, all you ever, anytime I ask you if you've seen a movie, you just talk about the accessories that people wear in them. And I'm like, yeah, correct. I recognize now that you did say that her <laughs> sweater game is strong. She was wearing amazing More sweaters. than once. But back to this horrible scarf. Yeah. So, and the, 
we did mention again like the coloring seems strange in the movie so that might have had something to do with it yeah but he's wearing like an olive sort olive khaki tan you know like a a, a carpenter coat i wouldn't put it olive i would like have it carhartt warm warm light brown yeah like golden brown yeah yeah like a carhartt jacket <clears throat> yeah except but i don't think puffy. it was, it was but that sort of scheme and then a plaid scarf that was like blue and like berry like a cranberry it's not quite a red not quite a pink mm-hmm. such a bad choice put that man in a navy scarf please or a hunter <laughs> green like <laughs> i thought there was green in that scarf there there might cuz it was i mean it was plaid so there might have been like a, a stripe yeah, but I would have said maroon. Cranberry, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with cranberry till the day I die. Okay. Um, <laughs> I recognize <laughs> that this is a fight I wasn't ready for, so I am backing and down. His whole thing, and I mean no offense, he's a simple man. <laughs> like he's he, and I loved this character. Yeah, but I'm, he is just like he works on the farm or not. I mean, the Christmas like he works on the Christmas tree yeah. lot. Uh, he sculpts ice. He's lived. In, he's just like a very works with his hands. Just kind of like, again, simple guy. I disagree. Wow. <laughs> what movie were you watching? I mean, you did describe him, but I think that what we discovered in this film is that he actually has the heart of an artist. Who would, so I wouldn't say that he's like just uh, like works with his hands, dude. Yeah, I think he has like a creative cranberry scarf. <laughs> I don't think he's ribbon running through his soul. A cranberry sort of man. I I would have put him in navy, number one. Uh, I would have accepted Hunter Green. Yeah. Or like a Heather Gray. Mm-hmm. Those are my top three. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, but he was he was delightful. I, I really enjoyed him. And their uh, chemistry was great. Yeah, and they actually spoke a lot of the lines very naturally and found laughs. Yes. There were things that were drawn out dramatically that shouldn't have been drawn out, in my opinion. Like, anytime like there's a monologue, the pacing... You just drop the pacing, yeah. But say everything the same. Uh, no, you gotta actually feel things. <laughs> you can't yeah. just say it slower. Um, so that happened a little bit, but um, the second time she comes by the tree farm, and he has that line of like, "Well, feel free to sniff around as long as you want." <laughs> <laughs> it was actually kind of adorable. Funny. They, d- I don't, I don't know if this is the writing or the acting or a combo, mm-hmm. but they flirted really well yeah like they had a good chemistry i totally bought that they were like because a lot of times flirting on screen comes across as very cloying and obnoxious even just in life like watching two people flirt when you're not (laughs) when you're not participating (laughs) you're just like ugh, it's all just dumb jokes but they were really good at flirting and having it just be like cute and endearing and there's and the they were good at doing that thing where they would have just sort of like a semi-funny exchange and then both kind of like giggle and be awkward after yeah. it in a way that you're like, yeah, they're into each other. And he sort of like poked her arm at one point. And I was just like, yeah, these two, 
And he poked a chest at one point, which I thought was a little odd. It was weird. Um, but yeah, they, they'd figured it out. Yeah. Um, which, and they actually were very honest about, like, I'm inter- I like you, I'm interested in you, which I always find refreshing, actually. Yeah. Instead of just kind of beating that dead horse. Yeah, and they just... Hiding from each other. Yeah, there was never a... Even when they were sort of on the outs as on the ice sculpture front, they were always just, like, uh, consistently into each other. Yeah. And then it just sort of, like, at the end, it just sort of, like, ramped into them then being, like... I mean, even when once when her parents were around, she, like, put put her arms around. It was just, like, there were no bumps in the road. And it was kind of And actually, I think that jump came real fast. Like, they didn't actually have a DTR moment or define a relationship they did not. like we yeah. are now dating. It was just, oh, apparently they've been dating for months, even though they've only <laughs> <laughs> known each other 12 Maybe days. Maybe I just liked it because Hallmark writes such horrible DTRs okay. that I was like, yeah, I, I can do without that scene. Thank you. I mean, we did get it in this film. It just came between... When did that happen? I think it came between the mother and the daughter. Oh. But I... Listeners, <sighs> we cried. <laughs> that was not we expecting it. We cried at this movie. That is my shame. And it took, <laughs> it took us way off guard. Yeah, it really did. Um, I feel like we need to address that. But I do want to go back to some things after that. Okay. Um, so she is a terrible fundraiser (laughs) and is like, guys, I'm not going to get this ice festival up and up and going. I've only raised $5,000. They check the website again. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. A mystery donor has donated $10,000. Yeah. Which she assumes is this like ice, ice uh, mogul, ice broker, (laughs) Frank Duvall. Nothing is real. <laughs> we see one time. Yeah, and I think they may have like spray painted his hair gray to look older. <laughs> um, so this artisan ice dealer or whatever the F yeah. is, uh, she decides he must have donated the ten thousand. Mm-hmm. Finds out he didn't. We think, oh, is and it... she she thinks this for like a full hour of the movie, like all right. of it, basically. Um, we never think it. At no point do we think this no, is No, yeah, but I thought it was the dude. Right. We think it's the dude, like, somehow this Christmas tree farm is rolling in bank. Um, <laughs> I, there was a part of me, the Jimmy Olsen in me, that hoped it was dude's ex-girlfriend who was a real competitive ice sculptor. That backstory was really intense. <laughs> yes. So his broken heart kept him from opening up for an entire year. About ice sculpting. Yes. And the best friend was like, you've given this up ever since you broke up. They broke up less than a year ago, which means he gave it up for the summer. Yeah. Basically, which seems appropriate to me for an ice sculptor to not sculpt in the summer. Yeah. Um, so at the end, we find out that Emma has passed the bar. But it reveals to her that she does not want to be a lawyer. Yeah, she's not excited about passing she the has, bar. She wants to be an ice sculptor. She was wearing a navy blue sweater at the time. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so she has to have this hard conversation Raglan where she tells sleep. her mother that they're not going to be partners. 
years yeah. in this law firm. Yeah. And she wants to just sculpt ice. Where the mother makes <sighs> brilliant points, such just, as that's not a career. I mean, I would call them <laughs> correct points. Right. And I'm only going to call them not brilliant because they're so obvious. It, yeah. She, right, but, she's very, but, but you're right. very obvious. Her her mom is just like, well, here are the issues I have with your new ice sculpting passion. And she does it so <laughs> gently. She's like, it's not a career. She doesn't roll her eyes once, which yeah. I as a viewer couldn't even do. Um, and at one point we see her meet dude for the first time. Nick? Nick, yes. Yeah. And Nick steps in, like inserts himself into the conversation to be like, Passion is important. And she's passionate about sculpting eyes. Yeah, Mrs. And Parker. I, I was like, I don't think this is the way you want to <laughs> meet her, dude. Like, <laughs> step it back with that We're going to be star. ice sculptors together. But they spin it in this weird way where she's just like, I know ice sculpting isn't a career, but I just love the way I feel right now. Champagne. She was like, I... I haven't made up my mind about being mm-hmm. a lawyer yet. It's like the the amount that she enjoyed this particular year of ice sculpting made her realize how little she liked lawyering. And so she was kind of like, I, I'm just going to not decide to be a lawyer yet. And then she said, maybe this is a quote that you wrote down, like helping, like raising all that money and making people happy. I just loved doing that. And again... She did a horrible job at that. Right. She did nothing. She, she barely wrote, she did that. Rose, she raised one third <laughs> of her goal. Of her goal. Um, and then had a mystery donor. But she also has this quote of, I loved working for a good cause and bringing people together. Guess what? Then you should be the small town lawyer. Yeah. Because that's working. She was working for a good cause when she was the lawyer. Yeah, because you love every other ice sculpting sculpting. team was from out of town. Right. (laughs) So I guess she brought them together, but they never spoke. Everyone just worked on their own thing. Um, And it's not a good cause. It's not. It's not, Elena. It's. So my one of my other favorite things. So Nick since his traumatic breakup, has stopped ice... Well, he has not stopped ice sculpting. He stopped competing. Um, But he's, like, secretly sculpting and then leaving his sculptures around. Like a cat (laughs) bringing you dead animals. (laughs) So, like, uh, Emma, like, sees all these ice sculptures at the Christmas tree lot and is like, who made these? And he's like... Okay. Oh, my gosh. He's like... Uh, uh, my brother my brother made these and she's like cool can I meet him he's like no he does. he's not around he's not good with people <laughs> he's not good with people and so then once she decides to uh, revive the ice sculpture competition she comes back and she's like so I really want to meet your brother the amazing ice sculptor who sculpted Guys, all these like sculptures that you have did this happen littered around the christmas tree lot for all Mm -hmm. to see and he's like uh you can't you can't and they have the weirdest five minute exchange there was it was probably 30 seconds but it felt like five minutes there was no need for this (laughs) she lied about having a brother who's and it is unclear why (laughs) yeah just because he didn't want to talk about it bro because of that hard breakup omg 
what? <laughs> nope. Nope. The weird fake brother storyline that I know, was around for I was a hot like, second was bizarre. I was like, is me. his brother dead? Like, does he have a dead ice sculptor brother? Mm-hmm. And so now he's going to, like, pick up the chisel it was and, like, carry on the family name? It was so weird. <laughs> And it created and the she, weirdest tension. Yeah, and that them. was the only time that... She, and she was kind of like, why Why can't I meet your brother? Like, yeah. he's an amazing ice sculptor. We're standing next to one of his sculptures. I'm doing an ice sculpture competition. What? It felt like... It like was the only would... time she was, like, laying down the logic. <laughs> she should be a lawyer. And somebody else was being weird. Yeah, it... And you brought up that there was just, like, a very smooth kind of courtship for them. It felt like there was, at some point, the writer was like, hey, will you proofread my script? And someone went, we need a little more tension at the top. What can you do? (laughs) How about a fake bro? How about he's lying about who's doing the sculpture? Yeah, but also, if you don't want to talk about your ice sculpture, don't, like, make dozens of them and then litter them around your business. Right, that's That's kind of a giveaway. That's my advice to nick yeah or keep them hidden in your barn yeah but i got us way off track from the touching story you were telling thank you for acknowledging that i'm i'm ready for the apology (laughs) i would apologize but we're not really friends we're just (laughs) we're just sort of well half friend half acquaintance we're there we're getting there all right so the mother daughter had this moment where daughter's like i'm not going to be a lawyer and mom's like you're making terrible choices um and then she like daughter reveals that father had been aware of the ice sculpture thing the whole time mm-hmm. and then mother acts shocked oh because yeah she wasn't supposed to have known right that emma was raising money for it and then in the competition right which is interesting which is another stupid thing um we, we're not sure why that was kept from her. Yeah. These are the weirdest no secrets. Reason. No reason. There's no... The, the lowest stakes secrets... It's just a hobby. Ever. <laughs> um, and then Mother <laughs> Real low consequence. Yeah. Like, no. There's no reason to lie. If you're lying about this, I think that when you're actually in hot water, you are Pinocchio. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And that's the meanest thing I can say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so mother reveals that she's the one who gave the $10,000 to help her daughter figure out what she wanted to do with her life. Yeah. Which we were not expecting. And I'm so angry that I instantly it, cried. <laughs> it was infuriating it and touching. It like a truck. I mean, because she was like, I just need the opportunity to decide what I want to do. And then her mom's like, well, that's what I wanted to do, was give you the opportunity to decide. It was so (laughs) nice. Oh, man. (laughs) It was. And yeah, and the mom did a bang up job in in that conversation, like as an actress, like she was just Mm -hmm. like. Wonder- it was wonderful. Which makes sense now how she was playing, like, the very supportive boss that she was. hmm Because it seems like that would have been an easy place to lay tension. Yeah. Of, like, uh, my mom's always on my back. But it was always this very, like, mentoring tone. Uh, also. Oh. Okay. 
in that conversation, mm-hmm. the mom and dad say, the most important thing is your happiness, which I think is a nice sentiment, but I think is a problematic worldview. Yeah. And I would just like to state that. Yeah. It reminds me, this is a weird little segue, but it reminds me of an interview I heard once about like different marriage values in different countries mm-hmm. and how in America you always hear people say like, oh, I really love so-and-so, like they make me laugh. Mm-hmm. And uh, how a Russian person living in this country was like, what? <laughs> Can I accept? <laughs> They're like, you just want to marry someone who makes you laugh? That's all you want to do? Like, laugh? It was the. It was just like an NPR segment that had me, like, rolling on the floor laughing. Oh, did, you, did you marry it? <laughs> but I was like, that's a valid point. You just want to, like, laugh? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And it kind of tied with that idea of, like, I want to work for a good cause, which you've not identified a good yeah. cause in any way. Yeah. And then the good the... cause is apparently you just being happy. Yeah. Which I don't know. Oh, then then the city councilman like offers her a job because yeah. she did such a great job organizing the sculpture competition. Yeah. There was a lot of like, <sighs> I was aggravating. That moment was like, Oh, it's nice to have rich parents. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, yeah. She does live in this apartment by herself in Westford that's just, just beautiful and huge. Well, her parents' home is gorgeous, too. She goes home at one point in the middle of the day to take a nap Mm -hmm. and then is awoken later by a phone call. And she's, like, laying on the couch in silk matching white pajamas. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, who are you? No. She has a weird Renaissance painting on her wall. Her apartment was weird. Um, You're right. Should we do Hall of Fame, Hall of Shame? We should. Um, Hall of Fame. <clears throat> For me, I <laughs> this moment killed me. <laughs> Nick was talking to his best friend, maybe brother or cousin, Lonnie. Um, who was being like, you got to get back out. You got to get back in the game. You know, like that sort of thing. And Lonnie was saying how he had just asked a girl out and like they were going to go out. And Nick, not looking up from his work, goes, way to go, Lonnie. (laughs) (laughs) And it was perfect. Which we've already said at least 20 times. Oh, <laughs> yeah. way to go, Lottie. Yeah. I think that might become a staple of our friendship. It was perfect. <laughs> um, the Hall of Fame for me was the mom reveal. Yeah. That. Hey, plus. Yeah. That, whew, it got me. Yeah, mom reveal. There's my fame. Okay. There's my fame. Where's your shame? Where's my shame? I'm going to put shame in the fact that after everything, after this whole campaign to get the ice sculpture contest and then Nick and Emma team up mm-hmm. and win. Oh, yeah. Big time. Guess what we never get to see? <laughs> Not once. Their ice sculpture. Guys, <laughs> they research it. 
They base it on photos of the town. They have. They look at drawings they never revealed yeah. to us, and they're like, it's perfect. There's this big moment where he's like, I got it. And he shows her his, like, sketch, which, of course, we don't see. Mm. We never see we it. We never see it. And we had been guessing the whole time what it could be. You think it'll fit in with the plot? Yeah. You think it'll be a great, it'll nice be little button. Some, like, callback, some mm. shit. Oh, no. No. We can tell there's a building. You can vaguely see a building. There's like a maybe a sleigh. Yeah. They yep. never tell us. So aggravating. You're right. Shame. Shame, shame. Yeah. They even go back to the museum <clears throat> to look at photos again. With those gloves. With those same gloves. It's That's when Nick takes his coat off the one and only time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hall of shame, for sure. Uh, the hall of shame for me... Is that fictitious brother? <laughs> because why? <laughs> so weird. Uh, anger. Anger. Okay. So that was the Christmas Festival of Ice. Yeah. I I, I liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I I really enjoyed those actors. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should give them a better script. I do too, and. The guy, I, I've done some... Re- the guy has been in several other Hallmark movies. Okay. I'm going to watch all of them this week. Great, great. <laughs> I'm not sure about the girl. I think she probably has. She looks like their type. There thanks, we go. Thanks for joining me, Elena. You're welcome. <laughs> I look forward to getting to know you better. <laughs> and thanks we for joining us. We can do that next week. <laughs> okay.